Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast. This is George Cannon, and you are listening to episode 89. The Finding Clarity Podcast is a podcast ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church where we seek to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. So each week we put together a podcast to address questions that you wouldn't normally hear being addressed, say, in a typical Sunday morning message, Sunday school, or even in a Bible study. And so what we do is, is we take one question each week, look at the scripture, and try to answer it for you. This week, we're going to do something a little bit different, and hopefully it will progress beyond this week. We're going to be using the YouVersion Bible app to help you in understanding the question and the answer that we're going to be given. So if you go, if you live in the Kerwinsville, Clearfield area, if you go to your YouVersion Bible app on your mobile device or tablet, if you click on the more section, click on events, you will see there listed an event called Finding Clarity and the question that we are addressing today. And I would encourage you to click on that and you'll see the discussion that we're going to have in this podcast and you can follow along with us. So today's question is something that I think very much all of us can find ourselves struggling with and all of us need to know exactly what we can do about it. So here's the question. We're going to talk about how can I overcome spiritual apathy? How can I overcome spiritual apathy? Another way of posing the question is, is how can I overcome spiritual indifference? I'm finding myself to be completely indifferent to faith, my walk with Christ, to church. How can I overcome that? So that's what we're going to look at today. I think it's a very relevant question. I think many of us struggle with that. In fact, I've got four things I want to point out that kind of reflects the relevance of this question. So first of all, there's a general sense of spiritual apathy or indifference among believers today. You know, I've been pastoring now for over 20 years. And I have to be honest with you, church today is very, very different. In fact, what is amazing to me is, is as, as I think back to, as a young believer, you know, as when I got saved in 1985 as a freshman engineering student going to a little bitty Baptist church in West Columbia, South Carolina, and I think back to way to, to the way we were back then and our faith and, and the commitment level of, of folks today in church. And then I look today at church and I look and I see things have completely changed and there just seems to be a, a really large level of apathy and indifference among believers. And it's reflected in many ways in churches today. And I'm not just talking about our church, but I'm talking about churches in general across the country as I've talked to other pastors, as I've read pastoral journals and so forth, looking at the struggles that 
churches are facing today in our country and in our society. So there, there, there is a general sense of spiritual apathy and indifference among believers today. Now, here's the second thing I want to point out about the relevance of this question. Our spiritual indifference is manifested in several ways. So, you know, the, you can look and see that you're suffering from spiritual apathy or indifference if you have some of these things going on in your life. And here's what it is. Prayerlessness. You don't find yourself praying anymore. A decreased or no Bible reading in your life. A decreased or no worship attendance at your church anymore. For some reason, you just think that I don't need to go anymore and it's not relevant to me, so I, you know, I don't need that. Or here's one, your involvement in the life of the church has, has either diminished or no longer exists. And we can add a whole bunch of other things to that list. The fact of the matter is if you're starting to see these things in your life, I'm just going to be honest with you, you're suffering from spiritual apathy. You're suffering from spiritual indifference. Now, here's the third thing I want to point out here about this issue and the relevance of this question to where you and I are at, is that we typically blame others for having become spiritually apathetic. We don't usually look to ourselves, we look to others. So we blame our church. Well, it's my church. You know, my, the pastor's preaching isn't relevant anymore. It's the worship service. You know, we're doing the same old thing. The music service hasn't changed. It's the same thing every week. And so that's why I'm spiritually indifferent. That's why I'm apathetic. You know, I'm, I'm burned out. My ministry involvement, I'm just burned out of serving Jesus every week. Same old thing, same old thing. I'm just getting burned out. And so what we tend to do is we typically blame others for having become spiritually apathetic. Now, here's the final thing I want us to consider. It's actually a question. A question for you and I. Is it possible that the source of our indifference is ourselves? Is it possible that the source of our indifference is ourselves? It's not the church. It's not the pastor's preaching. It's not I'm burned out because of ministry. It's not the worship service. Uh, it's not any of that. It's, it's actually maybe, is it possible that it's you? or it's I. The reason why we're spiritually apathetic or indifference is because there's something going on in our lives. So you say, okay, George, all right, now how do I, how do I answer that question? Where do I go to answer that question? Where do we go and struggle with this? Well, that's where we got to go to the scriptures, because I think God's word is very relevant to our lives, and it's going to show us where the problem lies, and the wonderful thing about God's Word is, is it always tells us what we need to do. So let's talk about the real issue, but in order to talk about the real issue, let's consider God's Word. So I want us to, if you got your Bible, or if you're using the YouVersion Bible app, it's right there in the event section, you can see it. Here's what we're looking at. Revelation chapter 2, it's the first of the seven letters to the churches there, the letter to the church at Ephesus. I want you to consider what Jesus is saying to this church. We're just going to look at a few verses here. We're not going to look at all seven verses, but we're going to focus on, first of all, verses two through four. And here's what he says. I know your works, your labors, your patience, 
and that you cannot bear those who are evil, and you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not, and have found them liars, and you have persevered, and have patience, and have labored for my name's sake, and have not become weary. Nevertheless, I have this against you. You have left your first love. So here we are. We have a church. I mean, they're doing all the right things, but the problem is, is that they've become spiritually apathetic, spiritually indifferent, and Jesus hones in on what the issue is. And so that's what I want us to consider. So here's the real issue. I have two things I want to point out here. Number one, I'm going to look, first of all, let's broaden out. We're talking about Christianity, but let's broaden out to relationships in general. So when we talk about apathy or indifference in any relationship, apathy and indifference in any relationship is a direct result of a heart issue where one's attention is directed to something or someone else. Can I say that again? Apathy or indifference in any relationship is a direct result of a heart issue where one's attention is directed to something or someone else. So, you know, typically years ago I heard a, I heard another pastor talking about a counseling situation he was in where he was counseling a couple and the couple came in and the husband said, I don't love my wife anymore. And the pastor looked at him and said, well, I'm sorry, but that's really not an option. You're commanded to love your wife. And my next question is, is if you don't love your wife anymore, who are you loving? Because for you to all of a sudden decide you're not loving someone and you're apathetic or indifferent to them means that you've turned your attention somewhere else or to someone else. So that's the first thing I want to point out to you. So that brings us to my second point. Spiritual apathy or an indifference is a result of our having lost our love for Jesus Christ because we have directed that love to something or someone else. Can I say that again? Spiritual apathy or indifference is a direct result of our having lost our love for Jesus Christ because we have directed that love to something or someone else. So you got to ask yourself the question, if we go back to the relevant question, is it possible that you're the issue? And I would probably say to you, yeah, you're the issue. And the issue is, is that you don't have the same excitement and love for Jesus that you once did. And that's because possibly, and only you can find this out, you've directed your attention to something else. Something else has become more important to you than your relationship with Jesus. Something else or someone else has become more important to you. So now you've become spiritually indifferent. So now you've become spiritually apathetic. Now, you're probably saying, okay, all right, that's that's something for me to think about. And, yeah, you know, you're probably right. So... What do we do about this? I mean, I I don't want to be spiritually indifferent. I don't want to be spiritually apathetic. I want to, again, have that close relationship with Christ. How How do I get there, George? Well, if we go on one more verse in Revelation chapter 2, if we go down to verse 5, 
Jesus tells us what we need to do. So here's what we need to do. Look at what he says. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen. Repent and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place, unless you repent. So here's what we're to do, okay? So here's five things that I'm going to point out to you. Okay, here's it is from Jesus' word. Here's the first one. Number one, he tells the Ephesian church, he tells you and I as well, I'm going to reiterate it, you need to remember. Remember what, George? Well, you need to remember what it was like when you were excited about your relationship with Jesus Christ. For some of you, you don't have to think back very far. For some of you, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, that distant memory. Oh, yeah, I remember things were so much better than, oh, I don't know how to get there anymore. But, man, I wish I could be there. But the reality is, is you need to go back and remember when you were excited about that relationship with Jesus. Remember how that excitement was evident in every area of your life. It was evident in your prayer life. You went to prayer, you just trusted Jesus, you, you believed him to answer you, and you just kind of anticipated those answers. It was evident in your Bible reading. You, you opened God's word and you expected him to speak to you. It was evident in your worship attendance. You were excited about being at church. In fact, you were waiting for church to be open so that you could go there and interact with other believers and hear God's word and be encouraged. It was evident in your involvement in your church, in the life of your church, as you participated in ministries, as you participated in extracurricular activities where you interacted with other believers. It was evident in your life. Remember that. So you, you got to think back, think back to where you were once before, and, and, and that kind of shows you the contrast of where you are right now in your apathy and in your indifference. So... In fact, that leads us to the second thing, consider. You need to consider and own your current spiritual condition. If you're going to deal with spiritual apathy and indifference, you've got to quit blaming somebody else. You've got to quit blaming your church. You've got to quit blaming your pastor. You've got to quit blaming this leader or that leader or that worship service or that worship style you got to own it. you got to say, I'm the issue. I'm the problem. I am where I am right now in the state I am because of me and my sin and the condition of my heart and the fact that I've lost my love for Jesus. So you got to consider. Here's the third one. The third one is repent. Now that, that's, that word sometimes, I'll be honest with you, is, is often misconstrued simply to just simply mean confession. Well, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. The New Testament uses both words. It talks about confession, make confession, confess to the Lord. But it also talks about repentance, and they're actually two different things. Now, repentance has an aspect of confession with it, but it goes beyond confession. So here's what I want you to see. Repentance is more than just acknowledging your problem. See, I can sit around all day long and say, you know, George, you've got a sweet tooth. You're, you're just constantly uh, craving after things you shouldn't be eating. 
and continue in doing those things, you know, I acknowledge I got a problem. That's not repentance, folks. That's just simply confession. Confession moves beyond just simply acknowledgement. If you're going to go to repentance, you got to do something about it. It's owning it and making a conscious, determined choice to deal with it. That's what repentance is. Repentance is not just saying, yeah, I've got a problem. It's, yeah, i got a problem, and here's what I'm going to do about it. Here's what I'm going to do. It's deciding that you want what God has for your life. That's what repentance is. True repentance is broken over the condition you find yourself in, and you've decided, I've got to have something more. I've got to have Jesus. The fourth thing we need to look at here is start over. You've got to start over. Look at what he says there in verse 5. I mean, it's very evident when you look here. He's telling you to repent, and then he says, go and do the first works. See, once you've made the decision to change, you have to get back to the basics. What do you mean the basics? The basics of the Christian life. You have to start over in your relationship with Christ. You need to focus on praying and reading your Bible. You need to start attending services at your church with an anticipation of seeing God. You have to start over, which then leads me to the final thing that we need to do, and that's recognize. You have to recognize that if you do not deal with your spiritual apathy, things are not going to go well with you spiritually. Bottom line, that's the reality. You are not going to do well. You're going to shipwreck your life and your faith. So those are the five things you need to remember, you need to consider, you need to repent, you need to start over, and you need to recognize. And when you do that, I mean, you're not going to all of a sudden burst out of spiritual apathy and indifference. But if you start plotting again, start over and start dealing with this, then gradually what you'll see happening is, is that your love for Christ will come back and you'll find that you're no longer spiritually apathetic and no longer spiritually indifferent. And then you'll find that no, it wasn't the church service. It wasn't the music program. It wasn't the burnout from the ministry that you were involved in. It was you all along. And somehow you got off track. And now you're back on and you're thankful for the relationship that you have with Jesus. Finding Clarity Podcast is really a weekly opportunity to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. So you're sitting here and you're listening and you're saying, George, you know, hey, I've got a question. I'm looking for an answer. I'm not hearing it in the typical service and a typical opportunity here at the church. How can I get you my question? Well, there are several ways that you can get the questions to us. You can email it to us. Just simply email it to church at kerwinsvillechristian.org and just ask the question. We'll see about answering it here on the podcast or we'll answer it with you in person. If you're on Facebook, you just simply need to go to facebook.com slash Podcast. We would encourage you to like the page so you can keep up with the podcast there. But you can direct message us through that page or you can write on our wall the question you'd like for us to look at. If 
you are on our website at kerwinsvillechristian.org. Simply go to the contact page. There'll be a form there you can fill out that will send us your question and we can see about addressing the issue there. If you attend a service here at Kerwinsville Christian Church, you just simply need to write it down on a piece of paper, throw it in the offering, and the guys will make sure that I get the question. By the way, if you're listening and you are not a part of a faith fellowship anywhere here in the Kerwinsville Clearfield area, we would ask you to consider coming and joining us for a service here at the Kerwinsville Christian Church. Our services start at 1045. You don't need to worry about how you dress. We're a come-as-you-are church, and we're located at 700 State Street in Kerwinsville, and we hope to see you. Next week, we're not going to be addressing a question because it's the 4th of July holiday. So in two weeks, we're going to be back with another question to answer here on the podcast, and we're going to look at A question, again, that's pretty relevant to where you and I are in our spiritual lives. And the question we're going to look at is, is how can I know when God is telling me something? How can I know when God is telling me something? That's what we're going to look at the next time on the Finding Clarity podcast. Until then, take care.